Yo, today's QOD is before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. we got Dr. Wayne Dyer on the show wrapping up our week. You know, I enjoyed today's clip because it reminds me of our July the 4th episode with Shelby Steele when he's talking about freedom. And he's like, you know, what is freedom? You know, freedom isn't anything. It's just freedom. And he was like, "Um, if you're a janitor and you get freedom, you're still a janitor. And it's the same way with being enlightened. Like, you can't be enlightened and, like, your whole life's going to become magical. You know, reality's going to be reality. You're going to be enlightened, but you're still going to have problems. You still got to chop wood. You still got to carry water. You still got to fold clothes. You still got to deal with people. You know, but what Dr. Dyer talks about today is allowing yourself to step back from life and becoming kind of a witness of life and not the victim of life. Dr. Wayne Dyer is coming up. Much of what we think of when we think of ancient wisdom or the wisdom of the ages is something called enlightenment. We all want to be enlightened. Everybody wants to reach this exalted level of of feeling blissful in their lives. And there's a wonderful Zen proverb that I used in this writing that I'd like to share with you. It's very simple. It says, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water, period. Now, What this means to me is that enlightenment doesn't mean that our problems are going to go away. It doesn't mean that we're going to have to stop chopping wood and carrying water. We're going to have to stop working and we can just sit around and contemplate our navels for the rest of our lives. It has to do with how you approach what it is that you do, what your belief about it is, what what your inner world, what that insular Tahiti tells you about what it is that you're doing. One of the things I learned from listening to so many of these great teachers and these great people is how to become the witness to your life. How to, like, not so much identify with the stuff that is going on. You're always going to chop wood. There's always going to be problems. You know, we're never going to end marital strife. There's always going to be things that we're going to disagree on. We're not going to end financial difficulties, struggles that we go through. We're not... Those kinds of things are, are... just a part of the human condition. We're gonna, we work, we carry water, we chop wood, we do these kinds of things. But it's not like you're going to find enlightenment. There's a, a Talopa who was a, a 10th century Sufi who said that enlightenment means to have a mind that is open to everything, but attached to nothing. Open to everything, but not attached, detached 
from all of the outcome, from all of the stuff that's going on out there. And if you can learn how to cultivate just that one simple thing, to start to watch, to start to notice, to start to become the observer in your life. And even though you can't separate them, there is a oneness to all of them, of course. But when you start to stand back, and I was saying, you know, you, you really are doing something pretty silly right here. And you're getting, and it's like, poor Wayne, what a, what a slob he is. I mean, he can't even fix a, a simple, I mean, I realize this, but I'm able to watch it and laugh about it. And as you're able to do this, you start to cultivate more of an attitude of there's more to me than the pettiness that is going to be the problems that I'm going to encounter. And in our culture, in our world, there's, we see an enormous amount of rage. We see people who are so identified with all of the stuff out there that has happened. And, and so many people don't know how to go here and get quiet, get peaceful. One of the people that I wrote about in, in, in this book was uh, Blaise Pascal. Blaise Pascal was a, a great philosopher but he was also a scientist. You had to remember Pascal's law, and you had to read about pressure and learn about all of that stuff in your physics class or in your chemistry classes or whatever. But he was also a great thinker. And he said, all of man's troubles stem from his inability to sit quietly in a room alone. We don't know how to get quiet. We don't know how to get peaceful. We don't know how to go within and summon that force within us, our connection to our source. Because so many of us are separated from our source through the ego, through this identification with all of the stuff that's out there happening. And so many of these teachers spoke about this quality of the soul, this quality of spirit, this quality of being more than just what you notice, more than what you observe. So. To me, there's, a, there's something called mastery, living at the highest level. You have, to, you have to surrender the little mind to the big mind. You have to, as they say in the recovery movement, anybody who's ever recovered from addictions, and today I am a camel, and a camel is an animal who starts every day out on his knees, and he ends every day on his knees, and he can go 24 hours without a drink. And there was a time when I didn't. And the way that I got past that in my life was not through any great discipline or even any great wisdom or even any great unconditional love. It was through surrender. Letting go and what? Letting God. And whatever God means to you. You've got to get your ego out of it. And you've got to, you've got to have an overriding spiritual understanding that you allow this energy to flow through you. And you just go with that. That was Dr. Wayne Dyer. His website is drwayndyer.com. You can catch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Wayne Dyer, What Really Happens Before and After Enlightenment, Zen Proverb. All right, my friend, I will see you on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm out. Peace. Peace.